Yeah, you had a time to sit down and really think things through. I'm glad for you. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. I hope you do get that salad. <laughs> the prosecution's like, we can't let her go. She endangered citizens. The judge is like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't be lame, prosecution. <laughs> just like, just chill. Just relax. <laughs> Hi, Rogue. Hey, Zach. Hi, Karina. Hey, Zach. Hey, Rogue. Hi, Karina. <laughs> I'm so angry. In case you didn't know this, Karina is a little bit testy at the moment. Oh. <laughs> this is the last video of Lindsay Lohan month. Yay. And it is... Yay! But bad for Karina, because she is going to tell us about... Uh, Lindsay Lohan's blue period. A little I, uh, I know who killed me. I hate this movie. Literally blue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she really blew it on this one. <laughs> so, before I start, I feel like Boo Boo the Fool right now because all this month I thought our final movie was... Er, we were going to do another movie in between this. I thought we were going to be watching Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and I was so excited. And then Zags at the last minute was like, no, nah, we're going to skip it. We'll do it. We'll do that for a uh, second Lindsay Lohan month that we'll do one day. And I'm like, so I have to, <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been hyped all month. <laughs> we're not even watching it. <laughs> and I have to watch and then we this. have to end with this one. <laughs> We're ending off on a real low note. <laughs> to be fair, you can still watch it. You have Disney Plus. <laughs> it's not you the same. You... Nobody's going to talk to me about it. We can talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just not on a video. You need to get off my life, Karina. <laughs> you need to bounce. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know where to start with this movie. I don't know where to begin. Well, okay, I do have two questions. Okay. Because I don't know about the movie. Is this, like, Lindsay Lohan's faking her death and she knows who tried to kill her? Or is she a ghost and yeah. she's just, like, letting us know? Is it, like, Happy Death Day? It's... Ooh, I did like that You movie. liked... Okay, well, that's unfortunate, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I so just, I thought it served its perfect. That's purpose. just what the title reminded me of. So, so neither of you are correct. Darn. Uh, this movie oh, is about wow. stigmatic twins. Okay. Oh, what's that? I don't know. Those? I don't know what that means. In the movie, I they're forget. like one gets hurt and then so does the other. I'm like, I don't think that's real, but all right, maybe it is. I'm what? not a twin. In Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, their twin telepathy was a big deal. Sigmatic twins are real. <laughs> I spelt twins wrong. <laughs> That's the part that you spelt wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to look into this. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> All right. So uh, I like to think of this movie as alternate universe parent trap. <laughs> Oh. Where things okay. just go really wrong. Oh, no. So, 
Oh my god, where do I begin? So we start off with a strip club. <laughs> As all great movies do. Yeah, Hustlers. That's it. <laughs> I can't think of any other movies. <laughs> so so the so this is okay. Now throughout this uh commentary, I'll be giving like the movie some credit sometimes, but that doesn't mean this is a good movie. There are scenes that are okay, and there are things that are okay. The rest is garbage. <laughs> So don't for a second think I'm giving this movie a pat on the back. Oh, good. So, <laughs> I'm so angry that I had to watch this. So I guess, oh, I guess just looking at the Wikipedia really quick, it is important to note that this was both a critical and commercial failure. It has a 9%, so not, no has a 9 on Rotten Tomatoes. 9%, wow. <laughs> no, Mean Girls 2 still has a higher rating than that. <laughs> And I like a 32. <laughs> How? <laughs> Anyways, so okay. So the the sign for the strip club, it's a lady, right? Um, but the the hand on the lady and the leg on the lady, the neon for it flickers on and off. So that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Stay tuned. So <laughs> so Lindsay Lohan, she steps onto the stage and she's fully dressed and she will remain that way for the rest of the scene. <laughs> There's okay. there's no stripping from Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> she just kind of rolls on the floor and she's like, "Ooh, I'm an exotic dancer." I'm like, "All right, Lindsay, like you're you're doing your best. I appreciate that." Uh, so and then the scene ends. Uh, oh, actually, no, the scene doesn't end because uh, what happens is, uh, and this is something that happens throughout the movie, we get blue and we get red the whole time and it's super obnoxious whenever we see it it's not subtle oh. it's not clever they're trying to tell a color story and it's very obvious they're like "Ooh, this twin is blue but this twin is red i'm like we get it we get uh, it i guess that's sort of helpful it's really not though because they like they blend together, not like, oh, they become purple, like in that Halsey song. It's like, <laughs> it's just like, you're like, oh, there's just a lot of blue and then red and then a lot of blue and then red. And I'm like, okay, there's rarely, there's rarely red in this movie. And when there is, it's like, oh, it's because it's this twin and that's it. Oh, okay. It's it's really dumb. I, it's a bad decision. They <laughs> tried too hard. That's this whole movie. It tried too hard. If they just, like, took a step back and were like, let's fix this, it could be a whole lot better. So, <laughs> so the scene that I'm describing, we see it, like, maybe half an hour into the movie. So, like, if you're, if you're like, man, that was such a good scene, don't worry, you're going to see it again. <laughs> so then it cuts to, <laughs> we're like, I'm only on the first scene and I'm tired. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh... We cut to the next day, uh, and it's Lindsay Lohan again. And at first, you're like, oh, is this the same character? Is she living a Hannah Montana double life? Uh, and you don't know for a while. 20 minutes goes by, and then you're like, oh, there's two of them. Uh, so, so she's in class, and you can tell she's a good girl because she's got her glasses on. She's <laughs> a good and she's smart ready. girl. She's good and smart. <laughs> And she's reading a poem she wrote to her class. I don't really know what class it is. Maybe it's creative writing. 
who cares? Uh, I didn't care enough to actually listen to the poem. It could be great. It could be garbage. And the scene ends. <laughs> Class is done. And then I guess school is done. So uh, she's at home and she's playing the piano and she's got a, mu- a music tutor over. And he's got a real obnoxious blue ring on his finger. Remember that. Remember the blue ring. Uh, okay. So then she's like, oh, I don't think I'm like cut out to play the piano. And her music teacher's like, what do you mean, Aubrey? Her name is Aubrey, by the way. He's like, what do you mean? You have a gift. And then the scene ends. <laughs> This movie sometimes suffers from the same problem that Mean Girls 2 has when, like, they just get bored and end the scene. Um, like, no transition, just like, we're done. That's no more. of that. Yeah. <laughs> we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> even, even the... <laughs> just like, we don't want to do this anymore. So then, so the, so the music teacher leaves, and then, uh, I don't know why... But a a sphinx cat comes down the stairs, and he's very intact. <laughs> it's it's distracting. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a boy cat, and he has a blue collar on. He's got remember the blue thing that we're doing. <laughs> Real quick, um, in the in the <laughs> in the group chat we have, I sent a screenshot of my notes so far, and. <laughs> I said, naked cat is the best part of this movie. And one of our friends said, that's a sentence I can't even begin to describe the discomfort in reading. (laughs) And I had to explain. I'm like, no, it's a sphinx cat. This isn't a furry movie. Don't you worry. It's just about, yeah. Oh, oh, God. (laughs) Card in the corner, I guess. So, uh, what's next? Okay. Uh, and then it's the next day at school, and then this this boy don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember any of the characters' names except for like the two Lindsay Lohan characters and the parents' names. Everybody else, I'm like, I don't care. You're like in a scene for a minute, and then we don't see you again. <laughs> That's a good sign. So this boy, yeah. <laughs> so this boy is like, oh, I brought I brought you a blue rose, Lindsay Lohan. And then <laughs> and you're, and you're like, and at this point, it's like less than ten minutes into the movie, and you're already sick of the blue. And then she's like, "Oh, where'd you find a blue rose?" I'm like, "It's really not that hard. You just, can make them. Just you buy a blue rose." Blue. Yeah, exactly. Just stick it in a bottle of Gatorade. Actually, <laughs> hold on. There, I need. I have to go on a little tangent real quick. Let me give you a break, Karina. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this episode of the Smurfs from who knows when, because I know I saw it as a child, but I know that the show is really old. So I don't know. It's like one of the only episodes that I fully remember. And Smurfette was sad because there were no blue roses and there were only like white and red and yellow roses. And she's like, oh, but blue is such a pretty color. Why aren't there blue roses? And so some witch comes to her and is like, oh, I can make blue roses for you. Bibbidi bobbidi boo, whatever. <laughs> prick your finger on a prick your finger on a white rose, and and you'll have blue roses. So she does, and she's like, oh my gosh, blue roses, so pretty. And then she goes to sleep, and she wakes up, and she's white instead of blue, <laughs> and she's very oh sad. My. <laughs> oh my! God. I don't know what the lesson Imagine- was. 
Imagine, I think the message is that white people are scary. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, it's a I German show. So. Well, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know what they were trying to say. <laughs> I mean, she gets... Don't trust witches. I don't I know. guess you should be happy with the beauty that's already there. Otherwise, you end up losing a part of yourself. Sort of. Maybe. That's probably close to it. Yeah. Like, be thankful it's... for what you have. And yeah. respect nature's beauty. There you go. <laughs> I guess it's also safe to say that for the most part, a lot of those 70s shows, unless the moral was like, don't be mean to people... They were just making shows, and they were just having stuff happen. They yeah, just went for true. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know what the plot is. <laughs> what if she was- Smurfs are blue, what if one time she wasn't? <laughs> yeah, I like that, let's do it. <laughs> what if she was, like, bl white? Perfect, we love that. <laughs> oh god, then what happens? Uh... Yeah, so she's like, how'd you find a blue rose? It's like, you probably went to a florist and was like, do you have any blue roses? And the florist was either like, yes, I do. Here, I'll show you. I just made them. Or the florist will say, no, and then you'll leave. <laughs> so then it's science, some kind of science class, maybe biology. Uh, and the teacher's walking around and she's like, does anybody know where the the, the thing is? I don't know. <laughs> I like... <laughs> Okay, when Zach's and I were talking about this, I was saying, I'm like, I might have to, like, watch this with the YMS commentary over it just to make this a little more bearable. I didn't. I watched the the original no commentary version. Um, but something that they said was, like, this this actress doesn't know those words. And I'm like, yeah, these don't sound like terms. But then again, I'm in a social science, so what would I know? <laughs> about science <laughs> so then so while the teacher's walking around they're doing like i don't know why because this doesn't really make sense but they're looking at earthworms and they're doing like dissections of earthworms oh i guess they couldn't get anything else they're like let's I mean pretend we have earthworms oh yeah. Like, is that a thing you do? Like, I know, like, if anybody doesn't want to hear about animals, skip a couple seconds ahead. I know in my high school, uh, <laughs> dissection day was like, here are some fetal pigs. Go for it. I mean, which, like, makes sense because biologically, pigs are closer to us than earthworms. And cats. I know there are classes that do cats too, but. Oh, I don't like in that. In my high school. I don't know if it's, I mean, it might be like a budget thing, potentially. Um, my yeah, freshman maybe. year, which is when we had biology and we had dissection week, we did earthworms to start and then like worked our way up to frogs. So we did like an earthworm, a clam, um, a crawfish, a grasshopper, which was awful. And then a frog, and that was, like, the last one we did. And then there was, like, an anatomy class that you could take as an elective, as an upperclassman, and they would dissect um, pigs and cats and stuff. So I don't know if it's, like, a budget I don't like thing. the cat part. Yeah. It's a weird good. choice, I guess. But it's like, they're like, but I guess cats what's an are animal pretty... that nobody... 
That's an animal no one will be sad about. Let's pick a cat. No, I, I think they're actually pretty close <laughs> to humans. Their anatomy, too. Huh, as, interesting. As far as organ structure goes, I don't know about anything else. But hmm. I never had to dissect anybody. Anybody? I, I was like, I'm not good. Anybody? <laughs> Zach's is uh, a mortician on the side, but decided, no, nah, that's not for me. <laughs> Probably because she never dissected anyone. Yeah. You know, just. I respect animals as people. Yeah. <laughs> animals are people too. Fish are friends, yeah. not food. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I miss my fish. <laughs> oh. Uh, I had the worst luck with fish. It was really sad. The Petco people kept giving me different directions. <laughs> Don't like trust the same. The- <laughs> If you're gonna like own fish, don't trust the Petco people because they probably don't know what they're talking about. Honestly, they sounded really confident. They're though. like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this is like a grown woman. Are you sure? How old it were just you? Seemed like, sh- I mean, I was like not that young actually. <laughs> <laughs> I went a long time without having a pet at all. What what, what type of fish was it? <laughs> Oh gosh, we tried so many. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel bad saying that, but we had like a little mini shark guy. Uh, he <laughs> he ended up eating the other ones and then okay. dying. Oh good. Like, we had one that outlived the longest. He I don't know what kind of fish he was, but he was kind of like a like he was like a little big. Um. <laughs> And he had goggle eyes. We called him Goggles. Zach, honey, you don't even know what fish you had. I know. I... It was also a long time ago. I hope at the time we knew. I remember, though, we were... You hope. We were always so care... You're not even confident that at the time that you knew. Well, Zach, were you sure they were fish? Like, you're positive it was a fish? Yes, I know that much. They were fish (laughs) that we cared for. And we kept, like, even, like, we went online, we went on to Petco, we talked to people, we were like, okay, this is what happened with the last batch, what are we doing wrong? And they're like, okay, buy this stuff, this'll help. It's like, okay, we just need to vent it out more. No. And uh, it was such a mess. My dipping a toe in pet life was just so sad. <laughs> People are like, oh, get a fish. They're an easy first pet. They're not really. Not, like, yeah. unless you're like, just like sticking your fish in a bowl and calling it a day, which don't do that. That's not good for your fish. They need a filter. <laughs> unless, unless, we'll say this, unless you clean it like weekly. I had a fish in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had like full fish fishes and bowls and i had to clean it like weekly and it sucked Mm -hmm. and like i sorry go ahead it was smelly (laughs) (laughs) the fish i'm sure was traumatized every time yeah like i like my family we have beta fish uh and i have begged every single member of my family i'm like can we please get a tank for them they need a tank. And they're like, no, they can like live in their bowl. So I have to clean the bowls constantly because they're stinky and they poop a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but like we had a we had one beta fish. 
who I named him Finley and nobody else called him Finley, uh, who lived like seven years in a bowl. I'm like, that's not bad for a beta fish. I don't know what their lifespan is. That's uh, pretty good, but beta I mean beta fish are also really hardy. I had a beta fish that um unfortunately got I also had a cat <laughs> at the same time. And my cat would swipe him out of his bowl. And he swipes oh. him out of his bowl like four times and he was still hanging in there. It was very yeah. sad. Oh. He had claw marks this... in his tail. Oh man. Yeah, we this the same fish who lived for quite a while. Um, we used to keep him in the kitchen, um, and then one day we came home and my sister brought her friend over, and my cat, the the stupid one, was licking something on the ground, and we're like, oh, like he caught a toy, and then my sister's friend looks at it and she's like, that's not a toy, that's your fish. And we're like, oh <laughs> lord. So we shooed the cat away. We scooped up the fish and just plopped him in his water. And he just sank to the bottom. And we're like, well, it's it's been five years. Like, I guess that's it. And then the fish, like, twitches. And he sprang back up. And we're like, oh, never mind. He's he's not done yet. So I put some in, like, his fins were all, like, torn up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I don't know if he's going to make it. So I put some fish medicine in his water, quarantined him for, like, half an hour in my room. And I went and checked on him. And he was fine. He grew his fins back. Wow. Oh, nice. So I'm like, good job, fish. A round of applause for this fish. I guess my fish just needed some fish medicine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, and then my last, my sweet baby boy Dudley. Oh, I miss you. <laughs> Rip. Oh, I gotta talk about this movie again, don't I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> this might end up actually being a deep dish. <laughs> Not because we're comparing it to anything, just because we're hitting all the hallmarks of not wanting to talk about the movie. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, science class with the earthworms, Dissection. which is apparently a thing now. I redact my previous statement. <laughs> but they're looking at earthworms. And then the boy who's like, here's a blue rose. He's like getting handsy with Lindsay Lohan in science class. Who does that? Uh, That's inappropriate. Well, in tact, in English <laughs> yeah. class, he, uh, I forget, what did they say? He, um, he grabbed her torso. Ooh. I forget what Rowan named the move, but she said, like, I saw him reach for you. Yeah, that's, he reached for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> that classic move. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so Lindsay Lohan's like, mm-mm, no thank you, boy. Don't remember his name. And he's like, but I gave you a blue rose. And she's like, it's going to take a whole lot more than that, buckaroo. And I'm like, yes, Lindsay Lohan, set your boundaries. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, my God, I forgot to, to mention this. So the town that they're in, New Salem, I don't know if that's a real town. I know Salem is a new town. Yeah. Is a new town. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, everyone. <laughs> new Salem is being terrorized by a serial killer. Oh, no. Crazy, right? <laughs> and the, Yikes. The, the current person who uh, is missing, her name's Jessica, and the police come into the classroom, and they talk to the teacher, and the teacher's like, oh, my gosh, everyone, Jessica, has her body's been found. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Jessica. Uh, and then they move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Eh, what are you going to do? She's dead. Just oh, well. class? Can't yeah, bring her back. We, yeah, <laughs> hey, can we, do we have to finish class? I guess so. 
And then, uh, oh, okay. I don't know why this scene happens, but Aubrey, who's Lindsay Lohan number one, she goes home. And there's a that guard. Sorry, twin or good, that stripper twin or good student twin? Good student twin is Aubrey. Stripper okay. naughty twin is Dakota. Oh, yeah. No, like, <laughs> I know these are names, but, like, the names together, they remind me of the names that I would name my characters in my terrible stories that I would write yeah. when I was 15. <laughs> that being said, I do have friends named Dakota and Aubrey. I'm sorry, Dakota and Aubrey, that you are named the same characters as these characters. Don't, don't apologize. <laughs> they don't listen a- to this. <laughs> so oh no okay so so Aubrey goes home and there's a gardener in the the garden and he's a real creep he's like I'm a gardener I got no shirt on and he's got a really weird tattoo on his chest that's just on one nipple I'm, like, <laughs> I'm really trying to find content to talk about <laughs> So, okay, well, I guess, so, there, at first, it starts off with just showing their lives, so we get a sense of these girls. Well, like, you don't, you don't know that, because it's just like, here she is in the strip club, and then here's a character who's also Lindsay Lohan at school, so we're thinking, like, does she also do this? What? Okay. So, we don't know that there's twins until, like, much later in the movie. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense, because, like, strippers can also go to college. Oh, they're in high school. What? (laughs) Yeah, they're in high school. (laughs) Did you think they're in... Aubrey is a high school student. Is she at least a student? Wait. uh, I thought... Okay, I don't know. know Maybe. I I think it's college. It's definitely... No, it's definitely... It's definitely high school. I was going to say, I thought it was really weird that they were doing dissections in college. I was like, maybe that's her major. You know, I don't know her life. But that's weird that she's a high school stripper. Yeah, the movie like says something about that later on. It's like, it's a really generic like, ooh, mm. When you live the life that I live, you gotta do whatever you can to make money. I'm like, okay, Are you sure this not. wasn't written on Wattpad? I feel like it was. <laughs> because <laughs> a lot of these oh, things sound very oh, much God. like a Wattpad story. Oh, I need to, I need to make a confession. <laughs> when I was 15, I think, yeah, when I was 15 or 16, um, I started writing uh, band fan fiction. Um, and it was really, like, the type of band fan fiction where it wasn't even like, ooh, these are the two band members and they secretly love each other. Not that one. This is the, I'm gonna make a self-insert, fall in love with this band member. Which band? Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that type of fan fiction. Literally, like, for I was writing band? after, but for, I don't want to say what band it was, because sometimes I'll still listen to them and I don't want to, like... Yeah, you can't confess and not confess. Oh, okay. So uh, I need to, another confession. Uh, When I was in high school, I was going through a phase. And I swore it wasn't a phase. Who who doesn't? But I was like, I only listen to real music. I was that type of kid. 
Oh god, what band was? I know you're building uh, it up a lot. I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. It's like it's really not like even a bad band. Like their music now kind of slaps, but back in like 2013, it was like probably not as good as I remember it. Asking Alexandria was the band. Oh, okay. They're like that was the band, yeah, and no, I was like, wow, band. we. Yeah, right? But I was like, I stan. I love this. I'm going to write a self-insert story. <laughs> I never finished it. I posted, like, one chapter on my DeviantArt, which I will not be giving away. <laughs> but I wrote the... I started writing the story, and I was like, we need some melodrama. What's dramatic? I know. Strippers. <laughs> yeah. So the, the story was, was this this girl... And she's like, oh, I'm so down on my luck. I'm so down on my luck that I have to strip. Oh, my God, this is the worst thing that I could do. And looking back at that, I'm like, I don't like the way I thought when I was 15, 16. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad to think. Like, listen, if you're going to do that, yes, go for it. Be safe, though. Uh, watch out. There's a lot of creepy men out there. Keep yourself safe. Yeah, KYS. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, so yeah, so that's the that's the route that this movie takes. Where it's like, ooh, she's so bad. She's a stripper, and we're like, okay, all right. Anyways, <laughs> so where was? Oh, okay, yeah. So the gardener. The scenes like makes no sense. It's just there. Um. But he's being a real nasty man. He's like, ooh, I got no shirt on. And I got a red handkerchief in my left back pocket. <laughs> uh, and I looked up what that means in the hanky code. And, oh, I can't say this on your channel. <laughs> oh, no. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so, and then the scene ends. Okay, good. We had <laughs> enough of that filth. Next. So, We're going to get murdered. Well, it's coming <laughs> up. It's coming up. Better filth. Of so, murder. Okay, so it's the, so the football game happened, <laughs> the big game. <laughs> so, so Aubrey goes to a football game with her friends, uh, and the the boy who's like, oh, Blue Rose, he he's there, uh, and the guy who's announcing the football game, he's like, as everyone knows, Jennifer was Jennifer's body. A much better is a much better movie than this. <laughs> We're going to have a moment of silence. Uh, this moment of silence lasts eight seconds long. <laughs> I timed it. That it was is, eight seconds. That is a moment. I guess it's like, like I, movie moments though, right? So yeah. Like, like I, in my notes, I was like, what did I say? I said, okay, I know it's a movie and we have to move on. But that moment of silence was maybe seven seconds. Edit. I was pretty spot on. It was eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how when when it's remembrance day or veterans day i think is what they call it in the u.s and you go down to the gymnasium to have your school assembly for it and they make you sit there for a moment of silence that goes on for a while doesn't it it's gotta be like a at minute least at a least minute. yeah yeah and, yeah yeah this move so we're gonna count out eight seconds okay everyone okay one two three four five Six, seven, eight. Now let's play some football. And that's what the movie does. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> this girl's dead, Jim. <laughs> she died. She got killed. 
And then the the football game happens, and I don't know who edited this scene, but it's like, ooh, we're going to pause for a second and make everything blue, and then we're going to add a 3D effect, and like the 3D effect where you take your glasses off, and it's blue and red Ugh. overlaid. <laughs> and it does that Put for like... Put on your 3D glasses now! Yeah, here you go! And it's just more color story that makes absolutely no sense. Adds nothing. Didn't need to be there. I hate it. <laughs> and then, what did I say? Uh, I said, what is this editing? It's a color story that says nothing. She's the blue twin, so you know she's good. And she's the red one, so she's bad. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, it, it's the end of the game. And then Lindsay's like, oh, I'm gonna go meet this boy who gave me a blue rose. Uh, and I think she flubs her line a little bit because I cannot understand what she said. She's like, meet me in front of the... Th- I'll see you in a sec. I'm like, the what? Lindsay, do your line gonna... again, please. <laughs> Where are what we going? If, oh, what if they like didn't have a name for it? So they were like, okay, just do that. And then we'll ADR on the name later and later never <laughs> They forgot. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because there's... When I get to it, I'll talk more in depth about it. But there's a scene in the movie where I think they actually messed up in editing because the thing that happens in that scene already happened. Nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain it when we get there because when you notice it, you're like, hold on, what? <laughs> so, that, so Lindsay r- runs out of frame and then, oh no, she's missing. Where did Lindsay Lohan Aubrey go? Uh, so she's she's gone. She got taken by the serial killer, and we're all like, "Oh no, who did oh, it?" I'm so, I've lost the. Uh, this is good twin. <laughs> yeah, yes. good twin is missing. Okay. And then, okay. uh, it's okay. What happens now? Oh, okay. So then we're we're in the the serial killer's torture dungeon, and we're like, "Oh no, what's gonna happen?" Uh, she's tied up with blue rope. There are blue tools. And the man is wearing blue gloves, and he pours, I don't know what it is, it looks like Dawn dish soap. (laughs) It's blue, and it's got a soap consistency. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but he pours that on her hand, and he puts a block of dry ice on her hand, and then uh, the scene ends, and we're back in the house uh, of Aubrey's family. And her mom is holding the naked cat. And I want to talk about this naked cat real quick. Okay. This naked cat is the best actor in this movie. <laughs> oh, no. Because when... The mom's name is Susan. So when when Susan's holding the cat, you can tell that the cat's really happy because he's doing the thing where his eyes are shut. And it's like, oh, you're you're a little happy boy. And he's very well behaved. <laughs> like he probably doesn't know who this woman is. The his owner probably just handed him off to her. Uh there's cameras everywhere, but the cat's just vibing. He's sitting nicely. He's kind of nuzzled up to her and he's got his eyes shut. I'm like, that's a good cat. This cat is very happy to be here. <laughs> And then and the cat does more, like, cute stuff later in the one other scene we see him in. I don't know why he was naked, though. I think they were just like, this cat's naked. Let's put him in the movie. <laughs> Maybe everyone on set was just allergic to cats, and they're like, well, we need a cat for this scene. Let's get one that's naked <laughs> for flavor. Yeah, I guess so. And then what happens after that? 
okay, so the police are in her house, and they're like, where's Aubrey? And they're like, I don't know. And then we're back to the torture dungeon, and the dry ice has done some real nasty stuff to Aubrey's hand. It's all black, and you're like, ooh, gross. And then uh, the the serial killer starts cutting off her finger, but he's not using a knife or a saw or anything that makes sense. He's using a shard of glass. Why? Oh. He has tools. He has tools with him. He just wants it to hurt more, maybe? But if she has frostbite, right? Yeah. So she wouldn't feel it anyway. Yeah. And, like, uh, you have a bone. Bone's yeah. pretty tough. You can't really cut through it with glass. I mean, it's even hard to cut through with, like, a knife. Yeah. So th- that yeah. was a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, this part makes no sense. So they call the FBI. <laughs> this part makes no sense. <laughs> this part, everything up to this point makes perfect, perfect sense. But this, I've got a problem here. <laughs> so the FBI has been called because they're like, there's a serial killer. And they're like, great, here we go. They're in a church basement. <laughs> the FBI is? Yeah, the FBI is in a church basement. Not at the police station, not at the courthouse. And it's supposed to be? It's not just, like, a bad set? It's like, like they show a church, and then them in the basement of the church. They do an establishing oh. shot. Of a church. Oh, like, okay. what are the kids who are going to, to Sunday school gonna think when they walk <laughs> in and <laughs> realize, oh, oh, my bad. Are these, are these autopsy photos? Oh, that's pretty scary. That's not very godly. <laughs> No, it's not. So they're set up in there for some reason, I guess, because the the uh, producers couldn't get a police station for whatever reason. And there's another scene where, like, someone's typing up an autopsy report and he's in a courtroom. What? Like, not his <laughs> office, not like in a in a coroner's lab. He's like just in the court in the courtroom. You know, sometimes you do your best thinking in the courthouse. I guess. Sometimes when I really need to think, I try to <laughs> get held in contempt. <laughs> you just commit a crime, and then when you're, like, in the witness box, you're like, you know, like, I really should have had salad last night instead of waiting until midnight to eat a bowl of cereal. <laughs> and then they come in like, oh, hey, you, like, you done meditating? You clear? You good? Yeah, you know, honestly, I had a real breakthrough. Okay, you can go home now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Your case is dismissed. We were here because you ran three red lights. <laughs> but, you know, you're you're good now, so I guess we're good. Yeah, you had a time to sit down and really think things through. I'm glad for yeah. you. I'm rooting for you. I hope you do get that salad. <laughs> <laughs> the prosecution's like, we can't let her go. <laughs> she endangered citizens. The judge is like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't be a lame prosecution. <laughs> just like, just chill. Just relax. <laughs> so then, uh, what happens next? Uh, where am I? <laughs> okay, so then you're so disoriented. I like, <laughs> you don't even know where you are anymore. Because my notes aren't helpful. <laughs> no, I mean like in the physical world. M- my notes are <laughs> blue tools, 
No, she's not okay, ma'am. She's dying. Blue phone. Why are the doctors so aggressive? (laughs) Oh, no. So, okay. So this woman, we don't know who she is, uh, but she's got big fake lips and you can tell. (laughs) She's driving along uh, and a dog runs in front of her car and she swerves out of the way and drives into a ditch and she gets out because she thinks she sees something. So she gets out of the car. She's like, oh my god, it's Aubrey. We found her. And so then they go to the hospital. And they're like, oh man, your your hand and your leg is real messed up. We gotta amputate it. And you're like, what's going on? Because everything's happening so fast. And then she wakes up. And she asks, uh, there's a nurse beside her. And the nurse is talking to her. And the, she says, what hospital am I in? And the nurse says, I'll get the doctor. <laughs> I can't answer that. I'll get the doctor for you. <laughs> I don't know where I am either. I'll go with someone else. <laughs> I'm like, just answer. This woman is like clearly in distress. She asked you a simple question. <laughs> You're here too. You should know where you are. So then, okay. And then the camera zooms out and she realizes she's got no leg from the knee down, and no arm from the elbow down. She's like, oh my God, what? Uh, and then the scene ends. And then we're back at the church basement. <laughs> <laughs> we're back in the church basement. And everybody's like, whoa, I don't get it. He's a serial killer, but she lived. I don't get it. And oh then they're trying gosh. to figure out they're trying to figure out why. And they're like, oh, well, maybe he expected her to die in the ditch. And then some police officer says, yeah, but he didn't count on her will to live. Okay, I'm like, police uh, officer. I love that stuff. <laughs> like, uh, in a Star Wars uh, 3, spoiler alert, if you really <laughs> care about the prequels, I guess. Or haven't <laughs> seen the prequels for as long as they've been out. Yeah, like 20 so- years. <laughs> That's on you, but I gave you a spoiler alert anyway. But at the end of when everything goes down and Pabby dies and then the robot just goes up to Obi-Wan like, yeah, she lost the will to live. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's not, a, that's not a diagnosis. Like, the, the, he didn't count on her will to live. Yeah, every other one of his victims just wanted to die, I guess. <laughs> Also, like, it's their fault they're dead. Thing for a police officer to say. Like, At this like, point, they have like out of they boundaries a little bit. I think they're like these officers have like literally nothing. They have pictures of the victims. They have no like physical evidence. They have no circumstantial evidence. They haven't even profiled this guy. They haven't even been like, okay, this guy seems like a white male between the ages of 35 to 45, single, like, none of that. They're just like, ah, he didn't count on her will to live. I'm like, this is dumb. This is stupid. I hate this movie. He would have gotten away with it, too, if he didn't know she was such a trooper. If it wasn't for you, Lindsay Lohan. So then, so so they jump to conclusions, and then, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what seat I'm at, but based on my notes. <laughs> so, okay, so, uh, Lindsay Lohan wakes up, and her parents, Susan and Daniel, uh, are like, oh, Aubrey, we're so glad you're awake, and then she goes, who are you people? And then they're like, oh man, she doesn't remember us. That sure sucks. 
And then she's like, no, I have no idea who you are. Who's Aubrey? My name is Dakota. They're like, Aubrey, you're being so silly. Stop. Uh, and then uh, a therapist comes in to talk to her. <laughs> and the, th- the therapist is like, when's your birthday? She says her birthday. And he goes, all right, what's your social security number? And she says, I don't have one. And I'm like, hold what? on. <laughs> hold on, What? <laughs> And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, I'm trying to, what exactly does her, her mom say? Uh, she says, Dakota says, oh, my mom's a crack addict and believes that anything that makes it easier for cops to find you is stupid and lame. So I don't have a social security number. I just make one up whenever I'm asked for one. I'm like, that's not how that works. You get a, so, Okay. I don't know how you get a social security number. I have one. It's like literally when you're born, you're assigned a number. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we learn a little bit more about the birth situation of Aubrey and Dakota, maybe this will make a little bit more sense. But for now, she doesn't have a social security (laughs) number. So I guess she's not a person. (laughs) She doesn't exist according to the government. I mean, I guess if, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong. I guess it sounds like the mom just burned their documentation. Maybe, I don't know. But, like, they had to be assigned one at some point. Unless they're from a different country, but they're not. Like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, dear. Oh, and this, this whole time, uh... Dakota is wearing red clothes, so you know it's not Aubrey. So then we get a flashback. It's hard to tell that it's a flashback because they don't really distinguish that difference between this is something that's happening in present time and this is a memory. So it makes the timeline really confusing. But oh, I hate that. It's awful. So then, so it's a memory of her. Like, okay, so the the therapist is like, oh, uh, when was the last time you saw her? Or, like, what's your mom doing? She's like, oh, she died. She overdosed. And he's like, you seem pretty chill about that. That's your mom, right? And she's like, yeah, but, like, we weren't really close. I'm like, still, that's your mom. I, also, okay. and you're in high school. like Yeah, you're in high school. It's not like, so, because I can kind of understand that. Maybe you were, like, estranged, an adult, you weren't close. Because your mother's an addict, and so you hadn't talked in, like, five years or whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. But you're in high school. You're living with her. (laughs) Well, I I guess she's not, because she's saying, like, oh, whenever I needed money, I just rolled up to where she was staying. So I'm like, okay, are you homeless? Or maybe she's... Like, where do you live? I mean, she's not enough stripping money. She could probably get an apartment, but then usually uh, lease owners need your social security number. And if you're underage, you need a guardian or to prove that you're emancipated, which it doesn't sound like she was, so... Mm -hmm. So... I mean, maybe she has a fake ID, but again, even even then... Well, like, where does... Hold on, I wrote down... uh, this line. I'm pretty sure I wrote this down. Uh, oh, I guess I did. <laughs> Where did I write this down? Hold on. I remember typing this out specifically. Hold on. Where is it? 
Maybe you don't have a social security number, red clothes. Do they not live together? How old is Dakota? Damn, B, you really live like this? Uh, because the house that her mother lives in uh, looks like it's been abandoned for 40 years. Uh, okay. I don't think you're allowed to show people these pictures. Okay. All right. It happens a little bit later, but the, the ID thing comes up. So, okay, so Dakota is, like, describing the last time she saw her mom, and she was like, oh, uh, she was stupid and pathetic and a junkie, and I'm like, first of all, I don't like that uh, ableist, sanest language we're using. That's very offensive, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> don't say, don't use that word. <laughs> say addict, it's a little bit nicer. Uh, secondly, that's your mom! <laughs> You found your mom dead. That's gotta... Like, she's really chill in this scene. Like, she just, like, <laughs> goes through her mail and is like, alright, whatever, I guess this is what we're doing. Like, her mom's been sitting there for a minute. Like, she's stiff. That's pretty crazy. She's definitely Hi. stinky because she reacts. She's like, ugh, stinky. I'm like, is everybody in this movie a lunatic? <laughs> I can't imagine, like, I think what they're trying to show is that this Lindsay has lived such a rough and tumble life that this just is no uh, skin off her back to see her own dead drug addict mother dead. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, like, like, but I feel like no matter how hard a life you live, if you're still on terms with your mother, that you go visit her when you need help and whatnot. There's some concern there, at least. Like, even if, like, you didn't know this person, if you walked into a room and there's a dead body sitting in a chair slumped over and it stinks, you'd freak out. Yeah. Like, you have no idea who this person is. You're like, I was just trying to use the bathroom. What is going on? You'd freak out, right? Not not Dakota, I guess. No, she's seen too many. I don't know. People. I don't know what's going on in the strip club you're working in, Dakota. <laughs> oh, let's murder Mondays. I guess. Come on down to... I don't, I don't know why this was the first thing that jumped into my head as a name for a strip club, but come on into Stinky Pete's, where we got Murder Monday. I mean, that could be one, I think. No, Stinky Pete is the guy from the second Toy Story yeah. movie. That's played by Kelsey Grammer. Oh, man. Stinky Pete. He could... St I still maintain he could go off and run a strip club. <laughs> he seems like the type of guy... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, somebody's gonna write, like, Toy Story 2 fanfiction where Stinky Pete is, like, running a strip club, but all of the dancers are Barbies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Somebody's probably already done that. Mary. Oh, man. Will Bo Pete. And it's like, oh, what's that that one uh, Natalie Portman movie where she's got a pink wig on? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, we obviously <laughs> don't know the name of the movie. <laughs> I want to say The Professional Let me, or something. No, it's not, it's not Leon The Professional because she's like 12 in that movie and 
this movie I'm talking about, she works in a strip club. Uh, Natalie, I mean, technically, I this mean, is gonna she bother me. Still, Hold on. She was still sort of inappropriate. It's a, yeah, it's a little. Closer. Oh, it's closer. Mm-hmm, it's that one. Mm, and I what's think. the name of the guy in that movie? She looks like the girl Clive from Lazy Town. <laughs> I like the memes where it's like, I don't remember this episode of Lazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Also, Lindsay Lohan swears in this movie, and it throws me off every time she does. <laughs> I'm like, Lindsay, it was a little inappropriate. What are you doing? And then I remember this is a rated R movie because you see titties within the first 30 seconds of the movie. I was going to say, she's also a stripper. Yeah, but so you don't, what? it's not, it's not hers that you see. It's just some random, but they're like, this movie's rated R. Here, look at this. There you go. <laughs> Do you believe that we're rated R now? Yeah. <laughs> Watch this. We're going to say the F word. So. They're trying to figure out, like, who the serial killer is because everybody thinks that she's Aubrey. And she's like, no, I'm not. My name's Dakota. I don't know what happened. I didn't see the guy. And they're like, oh, does this look familiar to you? And they show her autopsy photos. What and I don't heck? think you can show people those. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Autopsy photos of what? The other victims of Jessica. They're oh. like, does this look familiar to you? And she's like, I have no idea who this lady is. I think you can show them as long as it's only the face. So, like, they have to cover the other part. Yeah. No, they're, like, fully, like, here she is, oh. sprawled out on the table. Yeah, you're not allowed. Here's I her mean, arm, here's her foot. I mean, I guess, like, cops aren't, like, super concerned with bedside manner, but, like... As far as we know, this person just went through a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. They seem to be going through some sort of memory loss. Why are we showing super triggering images yeah. to them right now? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, man. So, so of course, she's like, I have no idea who this is. Why are you showing me this? Just kidding. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so then... Uh, okay, so Dakota is in her hospital room, and Susan, Aubrey's mom, comes in, and she's like, oh, I brought you th some things from home to help you remember, and so she brings out, like, her stuffed bear, who's wearing a blue sweater, she brings out some, like, papers that are blue, uh, she brings out a picture frame that's blue, and she's like, oh, this is you when we went to Hawaii when you were seven, in your blue bathing suit, and then uh, Dakota's like, oh, uh, I don't recognize any of this stuff because I don't know who Aubrey is and I don't know who you are. But I have a picture in my mom's house that looks just like this, except I'm in a red bathing suit. And you're like, oh, colors, wow. And it's pretentious. <laughs> I just feel like we're and learning then... our colors. Yeah. <laughs> blue. <Two>. Red. <laughs> More blue. <laughs> Have you learned blue and red yet? <laughs> oh, there's a there's a video of of Joel from Vine Saws painting along with Bob Ross, but he's using Mario paint. And Bob Ross is like, all right, we're gonna move on to Prussian blue. And Joel using Mario paint is like, Bob, I only have blue and blue. <laughs> Every time I watch that video, it laughs. It makes me laugh real hard at that part. <laughs> 
Okay, I don't know how we get from this scene to this scene, because I didn't write it down, but we're back at the strip club. <laughs> okay. And to to address the ID thing, um, I don't know who this woman is. I don't know if she owns the club. I don't know if she's the house mother, but she's looking at uh, Dakota's ID, and she says, your ID says... Oh, she says... I don't care how old you really are. Your ID says you're 21, so you're 21 to me. And I'm like, that's a crime. If you suspect that this person is a child, no. But the clients are going to pay the big bucks to see Lindsay Lohan Look. dance I'm glad you said Lindsay Lohan and not literally anything else. I mean... If you're an unethical strip club manager owner, I mean, you're just trying to make money. Who cares if the police eventually shut you down because you're only hiring high school's age like, people? It's, it's weird, too, because there's scenes of this woman later and she's being, like, kind of nice to her. She's like, what happened here, kiddo? And she's like, I think you should go home. Like, she's, like, kind of caring about her, but she's doing it in a way where she's like, mm. You know, it, I, it, there's a weird tone with her. I'd love it's to see really more of this character, but we don't. She's in two scenes and that's it. And it's a shame <laughs> because I like her. I don't think we're I supposed think... to, but I like her. <laughs> that's such a weird, like, character type that they put in movies like this. Like, the person who, like, they'll take this runaway or whatever under their wing but, like, at the end of the day, they're still taking advantage of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can't, like, I mean, I guess it's better than her being on the streets alone. But, like. Is it? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe she just wants hot water. It's weird. Like, you know who this character, like, reminds me of? Uh, Yababa from Spirited Away, but skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and her head's not as big. <laughs> she kind of. This is gonna be mean. No offense to the actress. I I hope she's like getting work. Um, she kind of looks like her. <laughs> but anyways, so th another thing the the music that they play in this strip club is very unfitting for a strip club. Okay. Like I've never been in one. <laughs> <laughs> but I I imagine that this is not the music you play because it's very slow. I'm sure it's like club like, music. It's right? not. Yeah, like usually you'll get like club music in a strip club. You'll get like music that like gets you one to to move, you know. Uh, or you'll get something that's like, ooh, this is like cool. Um, <laughs> this is like slow music. I'm like, hold on, what? What are we doing? So, like, I don't understand. Jazz? I made a note that the stripping <laughs> and, and Hustlers is much better than the stripping in this movie. Uh, I have a lot of critiques. I say it's too slow. The music isn't fitting. <laughs> uh, and then, I don't know why, but there's a, another stripping scene directly after one that we've already seen in the movie. There's, like, three back-to-back. I guess they needed more runtime because they're like, let's just throw these in. Uh, and again, Lindsay Lohan remains clothed the whole time, so it's but not really a stripping scene. Does she do any pole dancing though? No, she doesn't. What she does is like, you know, when like you're 
you're with your friends and there's a pole and you're like, ooh, watch this, I'm a stripper. And you just hold on to it and you run around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does that. Like but it's in, in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, but it's in slow motion. So you're like, ooh, it's all seductive and it's not. You're like, Lindsay, you said you took a class for this. Show me. Show me. <laughs> that was the class. Yeah, that's- Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Did not, like, get into the best shape she's ever been in. Practice, like, nonstop for, like, a four-second scene in Hustlers. <laughs> for you to for you to fake it till you make it like this. Uh, and then, oh, okay, so a bunch of stripping scenes happens and it's really boring. That's the biggest offense in this movie. The scenes that are supposed to be, like, sexy and fun are boring. <laughs> Like, there's a whole titty in this scene, and you're like, this is boring. <laughs> uh, and then, so Dakota uh, is taking a bus home, and she's doing it at night, and she's by herself. And that's a big no-no, ladies. Have a buddy with you at all times. It's a nasty world out there. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay. So something, so she realizes that somebody's watching her. Uh or maybe somebody's not. Maybe she's imagining it. I really don't know. Because what happens is you see the shadow of a man. And he's standing on, like, the, the divider between the street. Uh, and then a bus passes and the lights go. And his silhouette disappears. And then it reappears ten feet ahead of him. But he, like, appears like a ghost. I really I can't explain it. But it's like, oh, so he's not really there, and we did this in post, and we oh. didn't fix it either. <laughs> oh, like it's. I was watching it, and I'm like, this can't be a real scene, right? This is a joke. <laughs> oh. So then, and then she's like, oh my god. Also, she's wearing like a baby bonnet. <laughs> it's like a hat, but it looks like a baby bonnet, <laughs> which is a choice. <laughs> I don't know if they're like, this hat looks like a baby bonnet. Ooh, let's like, oh, she's like, oh, a a youngster, but she's doing adult things. I don't know if that's what they were trying to do. I think I'm giving the movie too much credit. I think Lindsay was like, can I wear this hat? And they're like, yeah, sure. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, all right, this is a good fashion choice. This movie came out in 2007. (laughs) This is okay. (laughs) So she's telling this to some uh, detectives. And the, the dude detective sucks. He's so aggressive <laughs> for no reason. He's like, you're lying. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm telling you what happened. He's like, you're a liar. And she's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and then the girl detective, she's like, can you tell us anything about the man that you saw? And she goes, he was wearing blue gloves like surgeons wear. I'm like, okay, enough with the blue. I'm sick and tired of it. Please pick a different color. Uh, then, uh, 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 I made a note. Lindsay's acting in that scene, though. It's pretty good. I'll give her that because she's acting like she's pissed. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, I, I believe you. You seem angry. <laughs> Maybe she was just genuinely angry because she realized what movie she was in. <laughs> and then, uh, it's like her last night in the hospital. And her arm starts bleeding. And we're like, oh no, why is your arm bleeding? And we realize it's because Aubrey is getting tortured by the serial killer and her arm is bleeding. 
Oh. So you're like, oh my god, they're connected. But were oh, they connected but you before? don't know. <laughs> I Are guess they connected the other way, like when Dakota gets hurt, Aubrey gets hurt. I guess like no, because Dakota doesn't get hurt. <laughs> but like she got her arm trips. amputated. Yeah, sure. Huh. I'm okay. I don't get <laughs> this. So I'm gonna jump to the end for a second. When we see Aubrey again, she's missing a leg and an arm, the same as oh Dakota. Gosh. So their their bodies are like, they look the same now. They're both they missing the same appendages. It would have been better since they were doing this whole red and blue thing and like, whatever. If they were the opposite ones. Yeah, that'd, right? be, that'd be good. <laughs> this movie didn't care. It would at least be... Decent. Consistent. I don't know if good yeah. is right. They're, they're like, we don't care. We don't care, honestly. <sighs> so, so to go back, so Aubrey's getting hurt, and so is forgot her name, Dakota. Oh no. Uh, and then where's my notes? <laughs> I said, oh no, she's bleeding, and it looks really fake. <laughs> uh, and then I also said, why is she rubbing it in? You should apply pressure because she's freaking out, and she's rubbing her arm, and blood's going everywhere. I'm like, ma'am. That's the opposite of what you need to do. It's like when you have a sore muscle, you rub it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, bleeding, then, sore muscle, same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, same treatment. <laughs> and then it's another jump cut back to the serial killer torture room. And he's using a glass tool that I think, I don't know what it is. It's glass because later it gets thrown on the floor and it shatters. So you're like, okay, it's glass. But it's shaped like... A lobster claw that's really long. So I don't, I don't like know. Tongs? This sounds, this no, like it's okay. So think of like a pole, right? And then like the shape of a lobster claw okay. at the end, and then make it blue. Okay, and that's what this thing looks like. Are we sure it's a tool? I don't know what it is. <laughs> It looks so stupid. I'm like, pardon me, what is this? Uh, and then what happens? Okay, so Dakota is like, nobody believes me that I'm Dakota and not Aubrey, so I'm going to try and pretend to be Aubrey. And she does that for four seconds. She's like, forget it, this is dumb. And then a very good-looking doctor comes in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hi. Um, and he's like, oh, I made you your prosthetics. And I'm like, oh, isn't he, he sweet? That. He made that, I guess. He's like, here are the, your state-of-the-art <laughs> prosthetics. And I'm he like... He to finish. He's like, he's like, I did it. Here you go. And he gives her... Like, so, okay. It's hard to explain. So he gives her her arm prosthetic, and it looks like the Terminator. Cool. And she's like, wow, that's cool. And then he's like, here, you put this over it. And he gives her a kitchen glove that's skin colored. Ew. And they did this because uh, for the rest of the movie, Lindsay Lohan is using her real arm and her real leg because I guess they didn't want to CGI out the rest of uh, her body parts. So they're like, forget it. You're going to have a prosthetic. Put this kitchen glove on. So they're like, oh, it's just a really good prosthetic that moves exactly like fingers do. And then he gives her her leg prosthetic, and he's like, make sure to charge it. And I'm like, 
What? Why would she have to charge it, though? <laughs> what does it do? Oh, that's funny. Now, I thought, I could have sworn that this happens. I could have sworn that there is a scene where she's running away from the killer and she's like, oh my god, help me, help me, like Trisha Paytas. <laughs> and, and then her, her leg dies and it's out of battery and then it locks up and she suddenly can't move it. She's like, oh my god, my leg. Uh, and she's stuck there like she's in quicksand. I could have sworn that happens in the movie and it doesn't. So I was very disappointed. <laughs> what did I say? A prosthetic that requires you to charge it or else it locks up is the stupidest design choice. Obviously, it's a plot device for later. Never mind S- earlier me. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it's a plot device for nothing. <laughs> exactly. I feel like they were like oh, no. setting up for <laughs> something like that to happen. But then they're like, there's no room in the script. <laughs> <laughs> like forget you it and they too didn't much go back time in the strip club yeah like the the four strip club scenes that we had you could have taken one of them out and dedicated a scene to her leg locking up and being like oh my god ah oh, i should have charged it more no we have to show ski- scenes in the strip club i guess because that's so important to the plot it's important to the r rating <laughs> This whole movie was just so they could see Lindsay Lohan roll around on the floor. And they're like, oh man, all right, I guess we gotta write the rest of the movie now. (laughs) Okay, so then they're at Aubrey's house, and they're like, oh, Aubrey chose the the colors for her blue room. I'm like, please, no more blue. (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) And then, and then Naked Cat comes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this is so dumb (laughs) so naked cat comes the cat doesn't even have a name um he's just the cat (laughs) he's just the cat so he comes this is again him being the best actor in the movie he comes in and he like rubs his head on her leg and i'm like this cat has no idea who Lindsay lohan is he's like oh i love you you're my best friend (laughs) and cats don't do that (laughs) My cat does because he's an idiot, but no other cat does that <laughs> with a stranger. <laughs> so, so that's the last wholesome part of the movie we're going to have because it gets extra nasty for the rest of it. Oh, boy. So, uh, how much longer? Oh, good God. There's so much left. Okay, so it's the next day. And we have a new color. It's yellow. Remember the boy who gave her a blue rose? He's got a yellow car. So nice to have a new color. So he pulls up and he's like, I'm here to see Aubrey. And he brought her so many blue roses. Um, And then uh, Dakota comes in (laughs) and she's like, she's like, I guess you're Aubrey's boyfriend. And he says, yeah. Yes, I am. And I'm like, no, he isn't, though. Earlier, she's like, no, I'm not getting she's like i'm not getting with you boy who gave me blue roses and he's like but i gave you a blue rose (laughs) and i made that joke earlier so he's lying yeah it's just like the movie overboard yes i'm your boyfriend and you love me and we kiss on the mouth all the time and i give you blue roses and you love it yeah um (laughs) and and you're constantly amazed yeah you love it (laughs) Oh no. So then uh what happens? Okay. So 
she's like, you must be Aubrey's boyfriend. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. And then she's like, hey, I got to tell you, though, I'm not Aubrey. My name's Dakota. And he just, like, goes up and starts kissing her. <laughs> and she's fine with it's it. Like, yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, something that uh, Adam from YMS pointed out. He's like, why is that the thing that, like, gets him going? It's like, oh, I'm not the girl you like. <laughs> and he's like, ah, yes. Now I have to put my face on yours. I'm like, okay, I guess. What? <laughs> So then, so then they're like, and they're kissing in the the living room. And then Susan, the mom, comes in, and it's very awkward. It's like she starts off by saying, "Like, oh, can I get you to anything?" And immediately, my brain goes, "Snacks, condoms." And I'm reminded that I could be watching Mean Girls instead of this movie. But you can't because we already watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so Aubrey's like. We're going to go, sorry, not Aubrey, Dakota. She goes, we're going to go upstairs. And the dude's like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, let's go. And then they go upstairs. And uh, Aubrey's like, here's a blue condom. And I'm like, please, enough. No. So they start going at it. Uh, and the music in the scene is really out of place because it's like, you know, you know, from that 70s show, they're like, dun, 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 dun. That's the type of music that's playing in this scene. Oh, colorful transition music. Yay. I guess. <laughs> I'm like, what? So, and Susan hears them downstairs in the kitchen. So she's trying to clean the kitchen while these lunatics are going at it very obnoxiously. And the scene goes on forever. The scene goes on longer than the moment of silence for the dead girl goes on. <laughs> And so by the time they're done, I'm like, I've had enough. I'm ready to stop watching this, but I can't because there's more movie. <laughs> so then uh, I said, Susan, just leave the house. Go garden or something. I also said he sounds really bored. <laughs> he just he he just doesn't sound like he's having a good time. And I'm like, dude, that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then afterwards, uh, Dakota lights a cigarette because, of course, she does. Because this movie is full of tropes. Yeah. So then she's talking about, like, how she's not Aubrey and how she works in the strip club because she's a bad girl. Um, and her finger falls off. Ew. Because remember earlier when the serial killer was chopping off Wait, her real Aubrey's finger, finger with glass? Yeah. Her real finger now, or the prosthetic? Uh, real finger. Ew. How is, does that even happen? Is, Cause he, cause they're twins. That doesn't make any sense. Ew, no, it doesn't sense. It's stupid. So she's, she's. I say she's doing pills and drinking wine. You know she's bad. So then, and then we're at another scene in the strip club, and I said the music was good. But oh no, she's bleeding. It's the same, it's the exact same scene as the one that like opens up the movie. Um, because at one point she slides her hand down the pole and then the pole's covered in blood, and you're like, oh no, she's <laughs> bleeding. And then <laughs> and then she goes uh to the dressing room and she's got all her her tips. Oh, oh my god, something I forgot. Okay, earlier when she went to go find her mom, she found her dead. She goes through the mail. And in an envelope with a stamp from New Salem uh, is a 
It's an envelope of money with 11 singles inside it. <laughs> so so remember the 11 singles cuz that will come okay. up later. So she's so she's got all her money and she's like, "All right, I've counted my tips. I'm ready to go home." And she was wearing she was wearing long red gloves in this scene. Of course they were red. And she takes them off and her finger falls oh. off. And she's like, "Oh no." And then she faints. And then when she wakes up, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I need to read this, uh, like, exactly what was said and how it was said. She wakes up, and there's another dancer and the house mom, uh, standing over her, and the dancer goes, I found that heroin hoe just like that, and I'm like, oh, God. And then there's a really awkward exchange between her and the house mom where she's like, go out and dance. She's like, no, Darlene's already out there. And the house mom is like, I said, go out and dance. She goes, fine. And I'm like, why was this in the movie? This was dumb. (laughs) And then uh, the house mom's like, kiddo, you got to go home. Bring an extra towel because you're going to bleed everywhere. Uh, And then she's on the bus going home. And she's just like, so, first rule of uh, bleeding, if you're bleeding, elevate the wound, uh, because if you hang, if, let's say you cut your hand, if you're hanging your hand down, the blood's gonna d- go out of your hand. Right. And I don't know if you know this, but you need your blood. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you learn something new every day, <laughs> so you gotta elevate it. And I was about to make a note and say, Aubrey, you're doing that wrong. But then the guy in the scene says, you gotta hold it higher than your heart. And I'm like, okay, at least the movie acknowledged that. Uh, and then I said, is this the music teacher? I can't tell, because he kind of looked like him for a second, um, but it's not. Oh. And then, okay, so this is the scene that I said uh, is out of order. So. Remember when Dakota took a condom out and was like, we only got one of these, better make it last. She has a condom in that scene. And then all this happens. And then she's like, Blue Rose Boy, I need you to do me a favor. He runs out of the house and is like talking to the FBI officers that are surrounding the house for whatever reason. And he's like, hey, someone, I need a condom. And they're all like, haha, you silly kid. And then he runs back inside. And then a second later, he runs out of another side of the house with his car. And the FBI people are like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm like, so was the him running outside asking for a condom scene supposed to happen before the scene where Dakota takes it out? I guess, yeah. right? But... But they edited the movie wrong. Okay. (laughs) And they left it in. And they distributed it like that. I don't know. They thought that was okay. They said, this is fine. (laughs) Like, how do you not notice that? How do you notice... How do you not notice a continuity error that big? Maybe he needed another condom. And then... Why? (laughs) What do you mean, why? Why? (laughs) I don't get it. So then he leaves, and he smuggles Dakota out of the house so she can go talk to Jessica's family, or Jennifer. I really don't remember what her name was. But she's like, I gotta go talk to the family, but the FBI people are surrounding the house, and they won't let me leave. So he smuggles her out of the house to go talk to the murdered girl's family for some reason. And then 
the mom looks like Pam from The Office, (laughs) but it's not Pam. (laughs) And the dad looks so sad, and the family's just distraught. Like, the mom's, like, trying not to cry, and so is the dad, and then the mom has a breakdown, and Lindsay Lohan's just sitting there. (laughs) And she's like, I'm gonna go snoop around Jessica Jennifer's room. (laughs) And then, uh... Susan, her mom, shows up. I'm spiraling because this whole interaction doesn't make any sense. So at this point in my notes, I say, I don't even want to take notes. I'm just so bored. So that scene happens and nothing happens. It's boring and stupid. So I'm going to skip over it. So then she's uh, at home and she's like... She goes on to ask.com because it's 2007. <laughs> and she she types in uh, unexplained bleeding or something like that. And she scrolls through a bunch of tabs and she finds a forum on stigmatic twins. And you're like, oh, that's wait, where you get the oh, best medical advice is from forums. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this weird game theory type of show. I'm like, hey, that's dumb. I'm not going to talk about it. So then uh, Dakota goes downstairs and she's like, hey, what happened to my twin? And the mom's like, you don't have a twin. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I have a twin. Uh, And the mom's like, here, let me show you a videotape of my ultrasound. And then this is the only good scene in the movie. And I'm going to use good very loosely because the whole time Daniel is in the back of the shot being like suspicious. But the exchange between Lindsay Lohan and the mom character is really genuine. There's a part where the mom is talking about like, you know, when I got pregnant with you, um, I got injured and I had to lay on my back for six weeks straight. And the whole time I was worried about you because sometimes I'd feel you stop moving and I'd put my hands on my stomach and I'd say, just kick, okay? Like, just kick. Let me know that you're there. And then you would and it'd be fine. And then they keep talking and keep talking. Uh, And the conversation goes to her being like, you know, you like went through a lot when you were abducted by that serial killer and, uh, and tortured in his torture dungeon with all the blue tools. But you know what? You're a kicker. You can get through this. And that's really nice. Yeah. Like who that's really good. And like the the whole time, like in the in the movie, Dakota has been really standoffish and is like, hey, I don't I'm not your kid. Don't like treat me like your kid. But she like takes Susan's hand and like cries with her. I'm like, this is good character development. What development for what? I don't know. But this is just a really good, genuine scene. And it's ruined because stupid Dan is in the back of the scene being like, oh my god, oh no. And you're like, what are you doing here? Uh, and then, uh, what happens next? Good lord. Uh, I say parts of this movie are really good, like this whole interaction is character development, but the rest of the movie is so pretentious. And then, I say, see, the scene right after is trying to be scary and edgy and it ruins the moment. Oh, I remember. So Dakota is like, I'm going to go look at Aubrey's stuff. Um, It's on the top shelf. And you think that she's going to knock down the shelf like Home Alone. Um, But instead, 
she looks in the mirror and she sees this she sees Aubrey uh and the serial killer and the serial killer hits her over the head with a shovel and then Dakota goes oh and she spins and falls off the chair that she's standing on and then she continues looking in the mirror and is like oh no oh my god what's happening and i'm watching the movie and i'm like seriously what's happening i don't get it and then uh somehow dakota gets this in her brain and so she goes up to daniel and she's like hey when are you going to tell susan that I'm not her kid, and neither is Aubrey. And he's like, whoa, what do you mean? And she's like, uh, Susan's baby, when she was born, died, and you didn't want to tell her that she died, so you went down the hallway to the crackhead who gave birth to twins and bought one of the twins and then was like, here's our beautiful baby, and you've been sending her $11 in singles every year to keep her quiet what and then daniel's like oh my god how'd you figure it out i'm like what do you mean she's right what why why is 11 dollars (laughs) did he buy aubrey for 11 dollars because that's all he had (laughs) once so so child trafficking happens in this movie that's for sure but we don't know for how much (laughs) We're not sure if it was eleven dollars. I'm assuming or it's if... eleven dollars because I don't understand I why eleven dollars would be enough to keep like, her was... quiet every year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so then, so Daniel's like, "Oh my god, you're right," and she's like, "I knew it." Also, and then we have another flashback. <laughs> also, I know. Scene. I know that babies get yeah. stolen from hospitals and stuff, but yeah, like just any, down the hallway. Put any thought. How into, does like, that happen? That I don't. Way. I think it's legal. No, especially and with- she was okay with it. She's like, "I got a baby. You can take this one." Especially with the like the wife not knowing that her own child. I don't know. Like, oh, and there's, here's, okay, here's another scene that, uh, not scene, hold on, where is it, where's this in my notes, one sec, uh, I said, okay, so it's a movie, so the actors are not gonna look the same, but how does Susan not know that Aubrey isn't her kid, because she wouldn't look anything like Susan or Daniel, but, like, the, the actress who plays Susan and Lindsay Lohan kind of look similar enough. So if someone was like, that's her daughter, I'd believe them, at least for movie logic. I don't think the writers thought at all <laughs> when they were making this that's, movie. That's more fair, I think. <laughs> so that, so we're so we're back at uh, a memory of Dakota. And she's like, all oh, right, well, my finger fell off. I guess I got to put it back on. <laughs> so then that scene happens. Like, ma'am. So she's just been, like, restitching it? Or does it just, like... Yeah, she's she's sewing it back on. Her, her finger is black and gangrenous. And she's got a sewing needle. And she's like, all right, let me do a little DIY project. 
put this back on. Nice. I'm like, welcome back to my YouTube mm. channel. Today we're gonna yeah. Doing- <laughs> Sweet, I found a new DIY recipe. Finger. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I go check I have on, an idea on for a new DIY recipe. <laughs> the bugs under my bed told me about this sweet new DIY recipe, and I had to write it down before I forgot. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to learn about my DIY recipe for finger? <laughs> if I check on my island after this and Fuchsia tells me about her new DIY recipe, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm oh, going no. to lose it. So then what happens next? Okay, so okay, I think we're almost done. Um oh. so, <laughs> the movie just decides it's like it's time to wrap it up now. So, Dakota goes to a cemetery. I don't know how she knows that's where to go, but she's right when she goes there. So, she goes to the cemetery, uh, and her foot starts beeping. Like, oh, it's going to run out of battery. So, then you're going to think there's going to be a dramatic chase, and her foot's going to lock up, but then it doesn't. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a red herring that doesn't even throw us off. It's just like this is happening. And then uh there's another there's like a an artsy flashback scene where it reviews everything that we've seen already. Um and then Aubrey, no, Dakota. <laughs> Dakota's like, "Oh my god, I figured it out." And then Daniel shows up and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And then Dakota says, I know who killed me, and it's a title drop, and everybody goes, "Woo, <laughs> yay! <laughs> title drop!" And you, and take then, a drink. Uh, <laughs> take a drink, everyone. Uh, please, I, if you haven't been drinking throughout this whole thing, I'd suggest now would be the time <laughs> because it's gonna get real <laughs> weird if you don't drink. The self care activities <laughs> are also good. Uh. I I said, whose student art film is this? <laughs> uh, I also say, okay, so things like get a little spooky now. Um, Dakota's like wandering through uh, the graveyard. I made a note that a possum shows up because that made me excited for some reason. <laughs> My notes just say possum and then it moves on. Um, so uh, I ha- uh, an arm with a blue hand. Uh, it's blue because it's wearing blue surgical gloves, just like Dakota said earlier. It <laughs> so it, the, a door opens a little bit, and the man goes ah like that, <laughs> and grabs Dakota's arm. But no, wait, no, he, he just sticks his arm out like Meh, like looking for something, and then Dakota is like, oh, I got it. So she grabs his arm with her Terminator arm. And squeezes it really hard so he can't move it. And then she picks up his uh, glass lobster claw and starts cutting off his hand. What the heck? <laughs> and then he's going, ah, the whole time. Uh, and then he disappears into the shadows. Um, I made a note that says, my dad sneezed and it scared me more than this movie did. <laughs> <laughs> so then 
it's a blue glove. I can't. Um, and then <laughs> that Daniel's dead for some reason. Oh, okay. He he wandered off. Justice. And then he's in like a bathtub. I think there's a sheet over him. And Dakota's like, oh my god. And she uh, takes the sheet off, and it's Daniel. And you're like, oh man. But then he wakes up a little bit, and he goes, Aubrey. And then Dakota goes, yeah. And then he smiles and a tear rolls down his face. And you're like, oh, that's sad. That's kind of sad. Because he he knows at this point that Dakota is not Aubrey. It's Dakota. So mm-hmm. he dies thinking that he found his daughter again. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. This kind of sucks. Uh, and then the guy shows up again. And he's like, ah, I'm mad. And then he... <laughs> I forget what he does, but he subdues Dakota for somehow, and then he he yells, and we're like, "Oh, he he remembered he lost his hand," uh, and then the camera pans over to a hand in a tub of ice, but the hand has a blue ring on it. Who had a blue ring earlier? The uh, uh no FBI agent. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> keep trying. The nurse. No, keep trying. <laughs> oh, the guy who groped her in class no. and they were dissecting the frog. No. Uh, Go- keep going, T. We'll get to it at some point. That's where all the characters oh, I remember. The music teacher. The, the music teacher. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Who we saw for <laughs> literally one scene. That's why I forgot never him. again. Like, oh literally, like, so here's, so this whole movie frustrates me, but <laughs> something it? that extra frustrates me is that this music teacher has zero motivation as to why he would want to kill Aubrey. Like, I guess you could say it's like, oh, because she wanted to stop doing music, but that literally only comes up once and never again. And then, like, was she gonna? Well, even if she just lost the drive, was it like, was she gonna be like, was he gonna be like her agent or something? Like, he was like, oh, there's this big music competition coming up in a week. And she's like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna enter this time. And he's like, but you're so talented. And she's like, yeah, but I wanna do writing instead. And then we don't see how he reacts because the scene just ends and he leaves. So then, oh man. Uh, I said, okay, we better get an explanation as to why he was the killer, and then we don't. So was he the serial killer, too? Yeah, he was the serial killer. Also, I don't know why, but in his serial killer dungeon, he has, like, prosthetic legs hanging from the ceiling, and he, like, kisses one of them at one point, and it's weird. Because it's artsy and also depraved, I guess. I don't get it. Like, whose student art film is this? And then some big Hollywood director picked it up and was like, yes, I have a vision. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to drop $12 million on this and we're only going to get $9.7 million back. Yep, that was Woo-hoo. the plan all along. That was the plan all along, I guess. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, oh God, I said, <laughs> I said, the director really said, need more blue. <laughs> and then. Uh, I said the music in this scene is pretty good, too, because it was kind of creepy. I'm like, oh, it's a little spooky, scary. Um, and then there's a fight. The the serial killer art 
person, sorry, music teacher, is like, oh, Aubrey, I thought I killed you. Um, I guess I have to do it all over again. And then she stabs him three times, and it's really anticlimactic. I'm like, all right, that was a waste of time. And then... <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. We're almost done, though. So then... So Dakota's like, all right, but now I gotta go find Aubrey. Maybe she's still alive because I'm still alive. Um, oh, also earlier, she's like, oh my god, I'm having trouble breathing. Um, because Aubrey is being buried alive in a glass coffin for some reason. Oh. Don't worry, it's also blue. <laughs> oh, okay. I was concerned that it might just be, you know, like, clear. Yeah, so... so she finds her, she digs her up, and her foot's beeping the whole time. So I'm like, oh, it's like, it's really tense now because she's like, oh, my foot's gonna die. <laughs> but then, like, and then nothing nothing happens with it. So I'm like, all right. So she digs her up, uh, and she smashes her Terminator hand through the blue glass coffin. And then Aubrey's still alive. And I'm like, oh, okay, I thought she was gonna be dead, but she's not. She's alive. So that's nice, at least. So then... Uh, they she gets digged out and they just like lay in the grass together and then the movie ends and I'm oh. left with a couple of questions wait so okay. did, Shoot. did the music teacher capture both of them at separate times and somehow no. think it was the sa same girl so what happened was he captured Aubrey and was mucking up her body taking off her body parts meanwhile dakota is living her life and because they're stigmatic twins um whenever something happened to aubrey's body the same thing happened to dakota's body oh but mm. why why was dakota in the hospital because I guess she must have passed out and someone brought her there. I she guess. so what happened? so this the movie explains it. It doesn't even explain it. It like gives us a montage of all these things happening. It's also really hard to tell because this movie doesn't go in chronological order. It jumps back and forth between the timelines. So I'm like, I don't know where we are, who this is. So when uh Dakota when her finger fell off in the strip club, she was going home, um, and then she met someone on the bus, and that was the guy who told her, you have to elevate it, and she went home with him for whatever reason. Uh, so she wakes up there, and her hand is now gone, and her leg is real messed up. So she stumbles out into the street and passes out in a ditch, and then the lady with the big fake lips uh, almost hits a dog and drives into the the ditch. She just so happens to find Dakota and is like, oh my gosh, this looks like the missing girl Aubrey. And then the EMS takes her to the hospital thinking that it's Aubrey, but it's Dakota. And they are like, oh, your body parts are all bad. I guess we got to amputate them. And they assume it's because of the serial killer. Yeah. Oh. But then when we see Aubrey at the end of the movie, she's also missing a hand and her leg. So I guess when something happens to Dakota, in this case, her getting her arm and her leg amputated, oh. then 
like like a lizard tail. <laughs> Aubrey just lost those limbs too. <laughs> Pop right off, like the finger. yeah. <laughs> when they when she got stressed. <laughs> so, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes more uh, sense than it did before <laughs> in the movie. But now I'm wondering. So the movie ends, uh, and they're just chilling in that field, right? Yeah. What about Susan? What about Susan? Oh, yeah. What about the mom? <laughs> so, okay. So her husband's mm-hmm. dead. Her daughter, who's not her daughter, Neither is not going to be there when Susan wakes up. I'm assuming that at some point the girls go home and they're like, hey, mom, there's two of us. And she's like, whoa, what do you mean? There's two and she's of us. Like, yeah. and neither of us are your bio daughters. Yeah, that sucks, but our bio mom is dead, so I guess we're gonna live with you. (laughs) Yay. I guess, like, that's the end of the movie that I wrote for myself, where (laughs) they, like, all just become a family, uh, minus Daniel, because he dead. What was Aubrey's reaction to seeing Dakota save her? She smiles, and that's it. <laughs> this part. I'm like, I wrote down, are they, gonna, <laughs> are they gonna address the fact that they're twins and they don't? We get a whole parent trap montage. I mean... Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, okay. I will say, though, that throughout the movie... um, Oh, my God. I forgot this part, too. Okay. So, I'll get to that in a second. So, throughout the movie, there's like, little narrations of Aubrey's writing... And one of the things that she writes is, like, I feel like half of me is missing. And you're like, okay, that's just a throwaway line. But then you're like, oh, wait, no, you have a twin. And you don't know you have a twin, so that makes sense. Oh my gosh, it would have been even better if Aubrey was missing the opposite leg and arm then. Because then yeah, it would have been, like... Then the half. Yeah. It makes Ugh. sense. God, this missed opportunity. Honestly. So, okay, another thing that I completely forgot was... Um, when Aubrey writes her poems, uh, she writes about this character, Dakota, and she, like, writes stuff about this character, Dakota, not knowing that she has a sister, Dakota, somewhere else. So the FBI goes through her computer, um, and this is when Dakota's like, I'm not Aubrey, so the FBI goes through her computer, finds all the stories about Dakota, and they come to the conclusion that, oh, okay, so to cope with what happened with the serial killer, she's taking on the persona of Dakota because Aubrey is so traumatized, and that's why she's not cooperating with us. I'm like, or you could just listen to what she's saying. Yeah. Nah. She's saying, I'm not this person. I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, we did a DNA test. I'm like, what does that mean? That DNA test would then show you that this is not Aubrey and that Aubrey is not actually related to her parents. I mean, the DNA test, it's identical twins. They have the same DNA, so. Okay. But, like, wouldn't they test that, like, with something? They'd be like, oh, we're gonna, like, test out. But definitely the parents thing. The parents. <laughs> yeah. So they'd figure that out. This, oh my god, this is so dumb. <laughs> this movie's so stupid, I can't. <laughs> it's giving me a migraine. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh... Yeah. I hate that I had to suffer through this alone. <laughs> you two said, no, I'm not having it. Sorry. 
Oh, we could have watched. We could have watched Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and we'd be having like a nice little giggle fest. Like, hee hee, that's such a fun movie. Megan Fox is so cute. No, you two made me watch this by myself. Yeah. And now I'm having a mental breakdown. Now we broke her. <laughs> Why is it so bad? I don't get it. How do you have Lindsay Lohan in a movie? Like, this movie came out three years after Mean Girls and it sucks. She was at her prime. And then her career plummeted after this. The, hard, the higher they rise, the harder they fall. I know who killed me is Lindsay Lohan's career. I know who killed me, her acting career this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a way to go out for Lindsay Lohan. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hope you're happy. I'm happy. I had fun. Um, and <laughs> you had fun watching Karina suffer. I mean, she really went. She was really having a struggle right now. Oh, this is... My notes don't make sense. <laughs> I don't know okay, why I thought taking notes sense. would be helpful. Uh, but <laughs> thank you guys for joining us for this Lindsay Lohan Month special. Thank you guys. I had fun talking about all these different Lindsay Lohan movies with you. Sorry for Karina. Red feel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. The next, the next uh, month we'll have. I'm sure will be better than this, and it will end on a better note. <laughs> Maybe no guarantees. <laughs> we'll see. It depends on who our month is about. <laughs> uh, Alex so Pettifer. Oh please no! <laughs> I don't think he has enough for a whole month. I'm but... sure he does. I'm sure we can okay, find but... some stuff. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have enough for a whole month, but we have enough to talk about for a whole month. So <laughs> we don't even talk like just it's not even movies. We just talk about like different aspects of him. There you go. <laughs> okay, no, I just looked. So okay, so we have I am number four, Beastly. We already talked about Endless Love, Magic Mike. Uh, oh my gosh, Alex Ryder, I think. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. In time, it's not really an Alex Pettifer movie, no, but he's he in, in it, it, so therefore, I mean, yeah, Alex Ryder Stormbreaker. There we go. We got lots of content. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna just leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe it'll be Henry Cavill month. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, you guys out there, thanks, and remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Bye. Bye.